Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakeem Wong, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Trevor Stores, of Full Press Coverage. Hey, Trev, how are you doing, and how's your Labor Day weekend going? What is poppin', Hakeem? I'm doing great. <laughs> Happy Labor Day to you. It's been a yeah, nice, lovely, you. relaxing weekend. Weather's been pretty. No rain. No doubt, no doubt. I did just finish burning a brisket, brisket on my grill, so that's that was my fun thing for today. So that's, you can't have a Labor Day weekend on burning something on your grill. That's, that's the way I see it. Exactly. And, and, I, and I did recover. I am now recovering from a heart attack from last night when Florida State came back from 18 points down in the fourth quarter to bring Notre Dame overtime, only to miss a 37-yard field goal. The ice hero nice. kicker. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, I actually can. I can actually. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Yeah, everyone knows. Bad. Yeah, everyone knows I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I was beside myself. It was like it was like chaos. I ate so many tums last night. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> hey, that tums the real deal, bro. Oh, it only nice. is. It is the real deal, man. I live off that stuff. Yeah, we should get Tums as a sponsor. What the heck? Tums, are you out there? Right. You need to sponsor us. <laughs> All right. We got plenty to talk about today, including the top games to watch in week one and some potential fantasy football waiver wire gems. So much to talk about. Let's get rolling. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thursday night, it's the kickoff game, folks. What one we've all been waiting for, September 9th at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC. The Buccaneers are favored by 7.5. Money line currently is plus 300 for the Cowboys, minus 380 for the Bucks, and the over-under is 52. Of course, this is the return of Dak Prescott. We haven't seen him for most of last year due to injury, and we all thought, hey, is this guy the missing piece? Because... Cowboys didn't look so good without him. I mean, they had all the other pieces. No Dak Prescott. Everything fell apart. They got him back. They have no excuses this year because they have him back. So is he the missing piece? I'm going to be keeping a close eye on that to see how he kind of functions in his first game action back in quite some time. Of course, they've lost Zach Martin, their starting guard, due to a uh, to testing positive for COVID-19. That doesn't help. But their wide receivers are ready. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup all ready to go. They don't really have an established tight end there, pass catching tight end there. They got Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin. I'm going to keep my eye on both of those guys to see how that kind of revolving door may work for Dak Prescott. And, of course, the focal point of that offense, Zeke Elliott there, he's down to 218 pounds. That's the lightest and leanest he's been since his freshman year at Ohio State. That is Dude, I can tell you, I mean, if I go back to my freshman year uh, of college, I would be like, much, much lighter than myself, that, first of all, and much, much lighter than I am now. So congrats, Zeke Elliott. But is that a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> is that good for a running back? I mean, what do you think? You know, you have Zeke Elliott going and saying he's getting lighter. Is that what we really think of him as? I think of him as kind of like downhill, you know, get through those guys. Yeah, for someone whose celebration is speed Zeke, he loses yeah, exactly. weight. So like, it's kind of an oxymoron now. And I think right. probably because he saw Tony Pollard about to take his job, because of yeah. how lean fast he is, Zeke probably yeah. wanted to do the same thing. So, you know, hey. That's, that is a great point. 
And, you know, what's interesting is that uh, that's the next thing I, I actually wanted to talk about was Tony Pollard because I think he is going to be a significant factor. We keep predicting every year he's going to be a factor in this backfield, but Zeke Elliott keeps, you know, pounding away. And they are kind of a slave to feeding him. As you say, he likes to <laughs> celebrate by saying, feed me more. I mean, I think Tony yeah. Pollard, man, he can be a real factor this year, don't you think? I, I definitely think so. Um, we, we saw that last year, maybe even the year before, I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Slowly but surely creeping up the depth chart, and we saw him take a lot of starter reps last year with Zeke going out with some injuries and stuff, and he looked right. like he was just on. So Zeke better be – this is – he better be looking over his shoulder this year because Sonny Pollard is right there. I agree. I agree. And now the one thing that Zeke Elliott obviously has going for him is that he said after getting down to 218 pounds, he had to have all his suits retailered. So at least he looks good. I mean, that's that's count for something, right? <laughs> he looks good. That's good. I mean, yeah. we'll keep an eye on you him. You got to look good, play good. So that's right. You got to look good, feel good. You got to play good. Yeah, exactly. All those things are true. I am also going to be looking at the Cowboys defense. They got Leighton Vander Esch, Michael Parsons, Randy Gregory, a lot of great guys there back on defense. And of course, the impact of their defensive tackle rookie, Osa Ogedezua, uh third round pick uh, out of the uh, out of UCLA, um, the great UCLA who managed to beat LSU this weekend. <laughs> Amazing job, yeah. UCLA! And uh, of course, the the impact of this defensive tackle I think can be huge. So, keeping an eye on the Cowboys defense as well. What do you think about the Cowboys defense this year? Um, they got Dan Quinn. In charge yes. of that unit now yeah. this year, hopefully yes. that'll be better for them. But uh, I still don't see a, a huge improvement because I think he was maybe kind of in charge for the Falcons defense and we saw what <laughs> they had in the previous years. So I'm not right. too high on that. But good for them. But we'll see. I mean, they're going against Tom Brady, who can dissect any kind of defense. Oh, yes. At them, so. Oh, yes, he can. Doesn't and that's really just the... who's not good. <laughs> Agree, and that brings us to the other side of the ball, which is the Buccaneers, and they have exactly the same team that won the Super Bowl yeah. last year. So, you know, if there is a Super Bowl hangover, they have no one to blame but themselves. But the exactly. expectations are sky high right now. I mean, oh, yeah. can they I get higher? I don't think they'll have a hangover. I don't think they'll have a hangover on, on their first game Thursday. I think they'll yeah. go right past Dallas. But when it yep. gets to division play, it's going to be really. Spicy, so we'll see. Yeah, I agree. Spicy, spicy, like a spicy tamale spicy. for sure. And we keep predicting that Tom Brady. I love spicy food, by the way. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you, but like spicier the better. I, I don't mind I just, a spicy kind of guy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. All right, it's cool. All right, you don't like it too much spice. You like to bring the smoke, but you don't like to bring the spice. I understand. You gotta, exactly. you, exactly. you gotta, you gotta pick and choose. You gotta pick and choose. Hey, you know, I'll bring we the heat predict- and the smoke, but not the spice. The- <laughs> right, bring the heat and the smoke, but not the spice. I'll bring the spice. Between the three of us, between the two of us, we'll have the heat, smoke, and spice. It'll be great. Uh, it'll be go. fantastic. So we keep predicting that Tom Brady will fall off a cliff, and you know he just never does. So I don't know. Maybe this year, maybe not. I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to nah. keep watching and find out. No, you don't think so, huh? I think I think they'll be good. I don't think they'll repeat as Super Bowl champions because. They didn't lose anybody. It's just the same team. So a lot of teams are probably kind of trying to figure them out just a little bit more. But, I mean, it is right. Tom Brady. But at the same time, I just don't think that they'll make it back to the Super Bowl. I think somebody will upset them. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to agree with you. And, of course, the last thing I'm going to be looking at on the Buck side, of course, their, their three-headed backfield, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, and their newly acquired Giovanni Bernard. That is a pretty yeah. good set there for That's the backfield. I like it. signing with Giovanni Bernard. Sneaky. He's yeah, he was underrated because he's in Cincinnati his whole career with Andy Dalton, and so of course right. he's not going to get that much attention. But he's a <laughs> sneaky good signing for them. So 
Hey, I'm man, watch Brady. it. Nobody You're talking about the Bears' new starting quarterback there, Andy Dalton. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, woe is me. Woe is me. All right, let's hit the boxing bell on that one. Let's get to the next game, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Washington football team Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. Chargers are favored by just one, just one. Money line is minus 115 for the Chargers, minus 105 for the Washington football team. Over under is 44.5. Before I let you jump into this, I totally forgot. Pick the winner between the Cowboys and Buccaneers. Oh, Buccaneers. I, yeah. I at least <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Buccaneers for sure. All right. Now that I've totally broken our flow, let's get back to Chargers and the Washington football team. What are your thoughts on this game coming up? Honestly, because I'm a huge fan of the Washington football team, as everybody knows, I think we're going to win. But realistically, <laughs> I still think we're going to win, but I think it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people are, are hoping for. Right. Um, it has the potential to be a shootout, honestly, even though mm-hmm. our defense is really, really good and their defense is, is good as well. But we both have some gunslingers at the quarterback position. Um, we, right. we both have some weapons on the receiving, on the receiving side of the ball to add along to the, to the quarterback play. So I think it yep. has the potential to be a shootout. If not, it's going to be a, a close score defensive game. Team's uh, defense is going to be a little too much for Justin Herbert, especially since he had no preseason action. Like, not right. even a series. Right. Like none of the starters did. Not even one series to line up and run some routes and run a play and throw a football. Like, not one. So, to go right. up against a top five defense game one on the road of the football season starting off, that's a huge task for a second year quarterback. So, we'll see what happens. But, Washington football team wins, of course. Okay. Well, you know, I, I have adopted them as my surrogate second team in in, uh, in NFC past the Bears, so I'm rooting for the Washington football team as well. I'm actually particularly excited to see what Ryan Fitzpatrick can do in, uh, you know, he – he can be he can be magic, but he can also be like a lot of uh, you know uh, palm to the head, you know. So we'll see what happens yeah. here. I will be very interested to see how the vaunted Washington Football Team defense, who I ranked in the top ten, uh, in fact in the top five, and uh, do will do against Justin Herbert because they were just so dynamic last year. Austin Eckler mm-hmm. now fully healthy and Keenan Allen, um, and of course I'll be keeping an eye out on Mike Williams and see what his role will be because there's got to be somebody else, you know. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be. So that will be really fun to see there. And I will also pick the Washington football team to win that game. Chargers only favored by one. You know, they're only favored by one. So that's a really, really close one there. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that game. I mean, that's a good one. I'm going to be really interested to see how that works out. So boxing bell away. And let's do our uh, first promo read of the day. We're going to talk about Manscaped because, you know, (laughs) why not? The support for football (laughs) garbage time. It is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right? It's yes, 4.0. <laughs> join 4.0. Join 4.0. We got one of those, don't we? We have, we have a 4.0. Yeah, we did. Yes, yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, man. Yes, did. Join the revolution here, <laughs> man. Join, join, join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, including Trev and myself, with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Ooh. GARBAGETIME at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code GARBAGETIME at manscaped.com. And, Trev, I believe you're wearing your Manscaped T-shirt. Yeah, bro, speak. I am. I told, <laughs> I told you that this morning when we Way were going to the show and stuff. Way to rest. I was wearing the shirt. I, I don't care if you guys can't see me out there, but I am – Definitely yeah, that is so, right. Shout out that's right. One time for all the swag. Appreciate that so much. 
Yes, we uh, we definitely appreciate that. Uh, I'll uh, I my shirt is going to be worn. I promise you at some point. I know I could have just lied about it. I felt bad about lying about it, so I'm not going to lie about it. Anyway, again, get 20% off free shipping with the code Garbage Time at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off for free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use code Garbage Time. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job of Manscaped. Okay, let's get back to it. Let's get the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. Sunday, September 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Seahawks are favored by two and a half. Money line is one is one four five for the Seahawks and plus one twenty five for the Colts. Over under is forty eight point five. Trev, why are you interested in this game? Um, two words, honestly. Carson wins. All right. <laughs> um, you know, pretty much brand new team. Um, was ready to go there and start off with a bang, but got injured, of course. And I hate saying of course, but that's kind of his. Yeah, MO he got injured, yep. but now he's been cleared to play. I'm also ready to watch the offensive line play. They lost uh, Quentin Nelson, Eric Fisher, but I think he's back from the COVID now, but we'll still see how that works out. We'll see right. if Carson Wentz is 100% or not. And then T.Y. Hilton is gone, and yeah. um, Patton, another wide receiver to the IR. So now this is Michael Pittman Jr.'s time to shine to be the number yep. one receiver now for Carson Wentz. Can't wait so, to see that. And see how that plays out. See if the right. chemistry is there because Carson Berry was there for uh, preseason stuff. So it's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And you can never, ever count out Russell Wilson. Just let him yes. push. Yes, never sir. count that man out. So it's going to be a Dane very good Russ. game. Yes, he is really uh, unbelievable. He's a, he's a one-man wrecking machine. He doesn't need any help at all. He doesn't need an offensive no. line. He hasn't played with one for like three Not years. Not at all. <laughs> he would appreciate one. He would yeah, appreciate he would love one, to have one. Sure. I think he yeah. saw that in no the doubt about with the rumors about him wanting to leave. But yeah. He doesn't need one. <laughs> no, no. Clearly, he doesn't need one because they keep, for some reason, Pete Carroll doesn't think he needs one, so they don't ever get him one. And they're like, you know what? You just manage. And he says, okay, I'll just run away from 10 guys until I find the so open DK Metcalf and toss it over to him for a touchdown. That's what I'll do. Okay, yeah. sounds great. Sounds great, Russ. Exactly. He is the man. He is the man. Chris, I'll also keep an eye on Chris Carson's versus Rashad Penny. Interesting to see how that will shape up. Rashad Penny losing – they're losing patience, Rashad Penny, honestly – and he was a first-round mm-hmm. draft pick. So, you know, it's going to be yes, interesting to see. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and of course, Gerald Everett, who came over from the Rams, wonder if that's going to help out Dangerous or not, giving him a tight end that he can rely on in the passing game. And the Colts, of course, Jonathan Taylor, how can you forget? Will he be able to carry the Colts on his back in offense? Because their defense is great, right? I think the Colts' right, defense yeah. is, without doubt, a very, very good defense, a very strong. Mm-hmm. But the question is, can they score at all? <laughs> right. And yeah. I think it's going to have to be the Johnson Taylor show. You know, I just think it's going to have to be. All right. I pick that game for me. It. Seahawks. Uh, uh, Ooh, I'm going to take the Seahawks with the quote unquote upset win. I think okay. uh, Carson Wentz is not going to be that healthy. And I think Russell Wilson is going to find a way to win if they for some reason. Yeah. That, so. In Russ, we trust. That's what I say. Yep. So Seahawks it is yep. in Russ We Trust. <laughs> Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that one. Get to our next game. That's the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the Houston Texans. Sunday, September 12th at 1 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. Jaguars are favored by three. Money line is minus 150 for the Jaguars, plus 130 for the Texans. Over-under is 44.5. Well, Trev, why are you interested in this game? Well, Akun, somebody has to win, okay? <laughs> somebody has to win. So, I think they you know, can tie. But, 
Um, obviously, for for the Jaguars, obvious reasons. Um, not just players, but Urban Meyer, his first NFL game as a head coach, for real, for real, a division game too as well. Um, right. And then we got Trevor Lawrence's first real deal action. He's not going to be able to come out after four series. He's got to play the whole entire game. Yes. So we'll see if yes, he has what it takes to make adjustments and, and all that. And then also for the Texans, um, Tyrod Taylor, congrats to him being quarterback, but honestly, yeah. I don't even know who he's going to. So that, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I didn't even look it up before the show. So that should be interesting. Um, David Culley, also first-time head coach in his career. Uh, so, yeah, both of these teams are brand new with rosters pretty much. So we just got to see who wins the division game. So it should be close. But, yeah. Yep. Uh, no, I, 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 I – Must be kind of boring. We'll see. <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to be really interesting because um, you're right. Tyrod Taylor is throwing to some questionable targets. I mean, obviously there's Brandon Cooks. So that's possibly something that could work for him. And Anthony Miller, who they acquired from the Bears, getting a fresh start in Houston – doesn't make me feel warm and fuzzy having Tyrod Taylor there for no. those, those two guys. You know, it just just really doesn't. You know, Not at all. And, nah. and I just don't I just don't feel it. I just don't feel it here. Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, obviously trending up, and his wide receiver group is dynamite. Lavisca Chanel, yes. <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr., DJ Shark. I mean, that that's um, yeah. that's a great trio to have right there. Now, DJ Shark coming off an injury, so who knows what's happening there, but. LaVisca Chenault, I think you and I both agree, he is a breakout candidate times 10. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I loved him. I was, Yes, yeah, sir. I had a big man crush on him when he was drafted last year, and now I think it's his time to shine that, that he has a competent uh, quarterback behind center there. So I, I think really exciting. Now, not so exciting for the Jaguars is the fact that, as, you, as we all know, Travis Etienne out for the season, somebody that I know you liked yeah. very much, and I was also excited to see mm-hmm. what he would do on the field with his old college quarterback. But – James Robinson is not chopped liver, my friend. He had a he, great yeah, run he last is year. Not. Yeah. Number so. 100 on NFL Top 100 list. Yeah. Minute, so. Look at that. Look at that. Look yeah. at you with the numbers. I love it. <laughs> James Robinson. But also for this game real quick, too, it's, it's going to be interesting because who's, go, who's going to have a better defense? Right. That's a, that's a good point. Or, or the you know, worst defense. <laughs> yeah, or the worst defense. Yeah. Right. Nobody really made a be- splash the offseason, so it's going to be interesting. I agree. I agree. It's going to be very interesting to see how this all is going to shake out. And, and of course, Carlos Hyde also in the backfield for the Jaguars. So, you know, James Robinson plus Carlos Hyde, I mean, let's not forget that he was very effective running the ball in, in, yeah. in San Francisco. And, you know, let's not forget yeah. he, is, he is a guy that can produce. So, um, you know, no Travis Etienne is a bummer. James Robinson, though, is plenty young, plenty able to carry the load himself. He showed us that last year, and Carlos Hyde is a great compliment to that. So uh, I think um, this is going to be an interesting game just from a developmental purpose. Neither of these teams are going to go Whoa. to the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's for no, sure. Not even the playoffs for sure. either. But, yeah. yeah, not even the playoffs. Uh, so who do you got? Why don't you pick this game for us? Jaguars, Texans, who do you got? I will pick uh, Jaguars. Evan Meyer and Trevor Lawrence get their first win. Yep. As much as I dislike Trevor Lawrence as a person right. from Clemson, I love him as a quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I agree. I take him winning. I actually have him even covering the three-point spread. I think it's going to be a much bigger score than that. All right. So hitting the boxing bell on that one, and let's go ahead and move on to the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, the Dog Pound, and the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday, September 12, 425 p.m. Eastern time on CBS. Chiefs are favored by six. Biggest spread we've had so far today. Money line 
plus 230 for the Browns, minus 280 for the Chiefs. Over-under is 53. Man, I've been looking forward to this game for quite some time in the offseason. I mean, I, I think that every year I say the Browns are just about ready to just totally kick it into high gear and take control. Right. And they always prove me wrong. <laughs> you know, they always find mm-hmm. a way to prove me mm-hmm. wrong. And the Chiefs are just kind of that, that stalwart. We're going to just – I mean, you, you just can't – you can't take – you can't say anything that is bad about the Chiefs, except for the fact that their defense uh, really, they are supposed to be a bend-don't-break defense, and they broke a lot in the Super Bowl. So there's yes, that, but that's Tom Brady, right? I mean, that's Tom Brady. That's not oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield, who I think is a yeah. great and a fine quarterback, and I think there is plenty of talent there still on the Browns, and they keep accumulating talent, and they built a great offensive line as well. And, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. is back. You know, he had a season-ending ACL mm-hmm. tear in 2020. He is back. He's healthy now. He'll be playing with Jarvis Landry and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, I think that will be a great group there. And a tight end, they have Austin Hooper and David Joku. I have my eyes on both of those guys. Austin Hooper, a big acquisition last year. Didn't get a chance to do a whole lot because, you know, they just, they just couldn't get things going all the time. But they were able to win. You know, the Cleveland was able to win without OBJ. You put OBJ in there, he built some chemistry with Baker Mayfield. I think there is some serious mm-hmm. potential. And, of course, on defense, they have Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson, and Jadavian Clowney. I think that's something that you have to keep an eye out on. And, of course, Nick Chubb and yes, uh, great. great backfield there for the Browns. But they're playing the Chiefs, man. I mean, right? it's the I Chiefs. Know. You know, know. It's, the Chiefs. it's the Chiefs. I mean, I, I really don't. For this type of analysis, all I have to say is they have Patrick Mahomes, and I can just stop right there. I really don't. I Literally. think that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> could throw the ball, catch the ball, run the ball. He could do the whole thing. He doesn't have. He doesn't need any. <laughs> like 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 Danger Us should actually go 100%. talk to him and figure out how he does it on his own because he doesn't need anybody else. 100%. But that being said, <laughs> he has a lot of weapons. I mean, I, I I obviously I kid because they have the cheetah Tyreek Hill there, uh, and they mm-hmm. also also have Travis Kelsey, one of the if not the best tight end in the league. So that is. Magnificent, and they have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who seems to be healthy now. So yep. you know that put that all together. Uh, the quick question to me is, what's going to happen past those guys? Because really, there really isn't anybody else on the depth chart. I mean, they've been waiting for Nicole Hardman to kind of step up for quite some time now, and he really hasn't. He's been kind of a one-off deep threat, I suppose. You know, stretch the field type of guy, but he hasn't been a guy who's yeah. given them day in day out. You know, um, quality consistency at wide receiver, and they don't have anybody else. You know, I just don't – I mean, it's not Byron Ping, Pringle. It's not Byron Pringle. So, I don't know what they're going to do there. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And, of course, the Chiefs defense, like I said, Ben don't break, but they broke a lot. Um, I think they'll look better against the Browns. But this will be interesting. I love this. There's going to be so many – and I have so many questions, you know, like how many more ridiculous no-look passes can Patrick Mahomes make? I think infinite. <laughs> and how, why does he, like, catch up on his steak? Did he overcook it? I mean, why did you have to add ketchup? It was a good steak. You don't need ketchup, Patrick Ooh. Mahomes. I don't get it, you know, um, and I love ketchup. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm just saying maybe <laughs> don't go for the well-done steak, you know. Anyway, yeah, I wanted to pick this game for us, Trev. Chiefs and uh, Browns, who do you got? It's going to be close early because the first game jitters and everything, uh, but Chiefs are going to pull away in the end and probably win by two touchdowns. I'm going Chiefs. Uh, yeah, the Browns did a lot in offseason on paper to add to their defense. It looks great on, on paper, but we got to see what it looks like on the field, of course. And to ask them to come together and gel as one against Pat Mahomes, first game of the season. Baller. 
is a order. huge order. So I think uh, Pat Mahomes escapes with this with the W. I totally agree with that one. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that and talk about the next game that I'm interested in, and that is the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints, Sunday, September 12th at 4.25 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Packers are favored by four. Money line is minus 210 for Packers, plus 175 for the Saints. Over under is 50. You know, obviously, I love to hate the Packers, right? I'm a Bears fan. I love to hate the Packers. Aaron Rodgers and his temper tantrum every offseason just makes me snicker until he gets on the Mm -hmm. field and dominates, right? I mean, like in the offseason, I'm like, ha, 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 you have Aaron Rodgers. He's such a baby. And then during this regular season, I'm like, damn it, they have Aaron Rodgers, and he keeps hitting Devontae Adams for 1,000 yards a game, you know? I mean, (laughs) what can you do? What can you do? But this is a different look, right? Because, they, you know, Packers, obviously, they're looking for the last dance. He said that. We talked about this before. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams reposting the Bulls, um, you know, Scotty Pippen mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. I, you know, and, and I think that they are going to look to dominate as much as possible. And Aaron Rodgers is going to feed Devontae Adams as much as possible. Rodgers is out of there after this year. And he wants Devontae yeah. Adams to find a good landing spot as well. So I think this is going to be an air raid show that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And they're going to just fire and fire and fire. And the Saints are going to be on the receiving end of that, you know, and I feel bad yeah. because the Saints, is there in any team that has flipped so poorly in the offseason, <laughs> you know, no Drew Brees, no Michael Thomas. Now you got Jameis Winston and Marquez Callaway. I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that it's not Drew Brees and it's not Michael Thomas, you know, and <laughs> exactly. you know, it's just, oh, it's just, it's not going to be pretty. I mean, I, I see a lot of turnovers. No, now, they have Alvin Kamara there and he's one of the best, but you know, I, I still think, you know, we saw Jameis Winston and, when he played full time for the Bucks, and he is he's a gunslinger, but he is not an accurate gunslinger. So that is going to be he got uh, that interesting. LASIK to see. Eye surgery though, so maybe that actually yeah, helps. you're right. Hey, good point. Honestly, good he point. Good preseason. That's he right. He did. Pre-season. That's right. Maybe he can but, identify his receivers because I did question that before. I'm like, can he tell that's his receiver? I, I don't think he knows. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I'm not sure he knows. I'm with you, Akud. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams are going to go out with a bang this year. Yeah. and let everybody in Green Bay know what they're going to be missing in the coming years and what they had in the previous years, and it's going to light it up this year. I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers is going to have even a better season than last year. We tried to, so I got yeah. Packers winning big this one. Yeah, I, I have the Packers winning this one as well. I'll mention two more things about the game that I, I'm keeping my eye on. Second-year tight end Adam Troutman drafted third round in 2020 out of yeah. Dayton yeah, for the uh, for the uh, Saints. I think he has an opportunity here to step up if he's healthy. He has an ankle injury that he's nursing. And, of course, A.J., the sauce Dylan, uh, you know, he has a role <laughs> behind Aaron Jones, you know. And, um, and yeah. of course, pick 62 of the wow. 2020 draft. No more Jamal Williams. Uh, even with Jamal Williams there, he averaged 5.3 yards per carry. I have my eye on A.J. Dillon. And congratulations to A.J. Dillon, who proposed to his girlfriend, Gabriel Tunin, this last hey. week. She said yes. So congrats, A.J. Congrats. <laughs> now you got to win for week one. You got That's icing on the cake now, the victory. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead. And, and I agree. The, the Packers are going to take that one, hit the boxing bell on that. Let's go to Sunday night football. Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. Sunday, September 12th, 8.20 p.m. Eastern time on NBC. Rams are favored by seven and a half. Oh, my goodness, seven and a half. Money line is plus 300 for the Bears, minus 380 for the Rams. Over-under is 44. 
You know, I got a lot more to say about the Rams here than the Bears, even though I'm a Bears fan. I'm really curious to see how Matthew Stafford um, does in his new digs. He has solid receivers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, and a 34-year-old Deshaun Jackson. Um, So, you know, hey, he can still cook, man. That guy can still cook. Uh, And, of course, the guy that I had a a Superman crush on this year, second-round rookie, Tutu Atwell, who I really, really like, and I think he can really carve out a role for himself. Yeah, he's fast, fast, fast. He's just kind of small. And I've been told this by Adam and mm-hmm. Neva from the Burgundy and Gold Report. You should not overlook the fact that one bad hit and he is going to be broken in half. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. don't know. I said, you got to catch That's him first. Case, so you can't hit him, but you can't catch him. So I don't know. Tudu Atwell, <laughs> keep an eye on him. Tyler Higby looks good at tight end. No death behind him, though, because as I mentioned, Gerald Everett now to the Seahawks. They lost Cam Akers from a season-ending Achilles tear, as we all know. So Daryl Henderson, yeah. it's his story. I don't know what's going to happen there, but they did add Sony Michelle from a trade with the Pats, and they have Jake Funk, a seventh-round rookie. And the question is, how is that all going to shake out? I don't know. I'm going to keep a close mm-hmm. eye on that for sure. Um, and then I'm going to turn to the Bears just for a split second, because the big question to me is Andy Dalton. How long? Yeah. How many? How many losses can we sustain before they get rid of them? Probably one. Yeah, yeah. I think the the roar is loud to put Justin Fields in, and Andy Dalton. And I'm wearing my Justin Fields shirt right now. And Andy Dalton is, uh, you know, he's just in the way of my boy. So I I don't know what's gonna happen. I, obviously, I'm gonna root for him. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Running scouting in practice. How do you feel about that? About about Justin Fields? Yeah. Running Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that's that. That it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. That's that's how I feel about it right now. It's hard for me to tell what they have. I think they're trying their hardest to downplay, to take the pressure off of Justin Fields. You know what I mean? Which I think is smart. So we'll see how that works out. I'm also curious as to how our wide receivers do do will do. Allen Robinson obviously is a confirmed stud, but he was unhappy with the team. Uh, and, of course, we have Darnell Mooney, who I think is a great breakout candidate, and we have Marquise Goodwin, who is great, and we just signed Brashad yeah. Perriman. But, you know, none of that stuff, you know, I just don't feel warm and fuzzy about that wide receiver group. Um, and, of course, we uh, also lost our starting left tackle, Tevin Jenkins, who recently underwent back surgery. So the problem's yeah, there. Huge, yeah, it's a big, big blow. And I love Cole Komet, but Jimmy Graham is there at tight end, so we'll see how that turns out. And then, of course, the David Montgomery and Damian Williams back and forth. See how that shakes out. David Montgomery, very productive last year. Uh, Damian Williams, obviously very productive two years ago for those Chiefs. So we'll see how that works out. And the Bears defense, got to sit there and think, is Robert Quinn going to finally show up? I don't know. Maybe he will. I mean, we got Khalil Mack. Uh, We need another pass rusher. Robert Quinn was supposed to be that guy. He has not been that guy. (laughs) Just two sacks last year. So, and he's already been sidelined with back issues for a good part of training camp. So, I don't know. Will he show up? I don't know. All right. So, let me uh, flip it over to you. Any thoughts about the Bears and Rams Sunday night football? Uh, I've got the Rams taking this one. And I think this will be into Andy Dalton's benching that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I think I can take it with that. I'll, I'll probably agree with you, even though I want to say that the Bears – I think the Bears make cover – the seven and a half right. point spread, but I think the Rams will win this game. And honestly, uh, I hope that they lose because of Andy Dalton so we can just get him out of the way. No offense, Andy Dalton. I'm sure you're a perfectly nice guy. I'm sure you're a perfectly nice guy, but I'm just, I just need to see some Justin Fields on the field. <laughs> All right. right. Let's hit the boxing bell on that because we're going to get to a fantasy football. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up 
on Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy is daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus on only the top-tier athletes that you have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, win a share of the prize pool, $140,000 guaranteed in NFL Week 1. And they have awarded over $4 million. And as we said last time, unless you're Kanye West, you need that money. So go get it. Go get it. We need that money. (laughs) That's right. If you're Kanye West, you don't need the money. Okay, Kanye, you don't need to play. But for all the rest of you guys, play. Use promo code garbage time when you sign up today and you'll receive a hundred percent instant first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting the website www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today and use promo code garbage time when you do it. Okay, let's get the fantasy football waiver wire bookmarks. These are players who we are, think are potentially should be on your fantasy football waiver wire, and we think you should keep an eye on them for week one of the NFL because you may want to snatch them up quickly if they show you something in week one. I'm just going to read them off. I have a laundry list of these, and I'm going to kick it over to you, um, uh, Trev, to tell me if you have any thoughts, if you are interested in any of these guys. Okay, for the Bears, as I already mentioned, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Goodwin, all guys they have an eye on. For the Rams, Tudo Atwell, Sony Michelle. Everyone knows how much I love Tudo Atwell. The Saints, Marquez Calloway, Adam Troutman, Jameis Winston, Latavius Murray. I'd be interested to see if he gets a role. So they are definitely targets to go around there. Ooh. Browns, I'm going to have my eye on David Joku. Chargers, Mike Williams, as I talked about previously. Then a bunch of quarterbacks I'm looking at, including uh, Tua from Miami, Derek Carr from the Raiders, Carson Wentz, as you mentioned. I'm interested to see how he does for the Colts. Sam Darnold in the Panthers. All those guys are on my radar. For the Seahawks, Rashad Penny and Gerald Everett, we already talked about. For the Jets, everyone knows I have a man crush on Zach Wilson, and I would like to see how he does with rookie Elijah Moore. And, of course, that three-headed backfield of Ty Johnson, Michael Carter, and Tevin Coleman there as well. And the Eagles, with their rookie running back, Kenneth Gainwell, you know, hey, Miles Sanders is there, but Kenneth Gainwell looks like the real deal, my friend. And Zach Ertz, who, as we talked about, said he didn't want to be there, and now he wants to be there because nobody else wants him. We'll be interested to see how it happens to him, too. (laughs) Ravens. Of course, we know Tyson Williams. We already talked about. Um, I've got my eye on him. Jaguars, Carlos Hyde, Patriots, Mac Jones, and Jacoby Myers, guys I've really been high on in, for late draft picks. And, of course, the Falcons, Russell Gage, because who else is out there other than Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts? I don't know other than Russell Gage. So we'll see. And then the Cardinals, Rondell Moore, rookie of a big-time vertical leap and a 4.2 40-yard dash time. I, I love his upside in, in Arizona. And Terrace Marshall, Junior for the Panthers as well. The rookie, David Moore, was released. He's already a wide receiver three. Maybe you go check your waiver wire and pick him up now because I don't know what's going to happen, but Sam Darnold may like him. Okay. Any of those interest you at all, Trev? All of them sound really good. Honestly, they all sound like they could pick up with a lot of fantasy points for people out there. So they all have potential this weekend. So if you need somebody, some, some players for your fantasy football, pick these players up. You won't be Yes, sir. All right. I love it when you see eye to eye on these things. This is fantastic. <laughs> we just got this thing. We're vibing, man. We're just totally vibing. All right. Let's hit, <laughs> let's hit the air show. Air horn. Oh, my God. Air show. Air horn on the show. That's all the time we have this week. Wow, it always goes so fast. And we have so much to talk about. Trev, give us your social yeah, media. It people flies by every time. I know, right? It's five by, and we have so much content that we're trying to jam in here because we care about our listeners. That's why. That's why we do it. 
and we go into overtime. Well, we did it again. We went into overtime, but that's why that's why we love you guys. <laughs> it's okay. So All from right. our social media, you can find me on Twitter at Trev Stores WFT on Instagram Trev underscore Stores. And a quick shout out too. I'm a co-host on Rep the District podcast. Yes, We've got sir. a uh, world premiere interview with Brittany Wagner from Last Chance View premiering tomorrow morning at on YouTube. Check that out. I'll be on there Absolutely. too as well. Always here at Football Garbage Time. So yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Give Trevor a follow. Definitely check out Rough the District. Fantastic stuff that they do there. Amazing, amazing. Check it out. And as I always say, you can follow me on Twitter at FT Garbage Time. And as always, thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time. Enjoy week one of the NFL. Yo. We made it, y'all. Good night, guys. Woo.